Welcome back, episode six of the Internship Show's Office Hours. I'm Ben. I'm here with Parker. We've got a really great episode planned for you today. We're going to talk about is there a proper way to network? Um, spoiler, no. What is networking? How to do it in a virtual setting? How to do it like it's 2018 again and we're not wearing masks everywhere we go or hopefully 2021, knock on wood. Um, but Parker, how you doing? We're back, episode six. I feel like we've been doing this for forever now. Yeah, no, I love it, obviously. And for those who are joining us first time, um, just some background on us. We've lived together for almost six years now um, and started office hours from a podcast that we started back in April of 2020. Uh, it's solely focused around career-focused content coming from conversations and questions that we've received from students and recent graduates that are tuning in to, to our episodes and saying, hey, I've got questions about networking. I've got questions about LinkedIn and all sorts of things and practical advice. And we've had so many conversations with recruiters at companies of all shapes and sizes that we want to make these conversations that we have on a daily basis public to you all. Um, so hope you enjoy this one. And obviously, is there a proper way to really network, Ben? Uh, no, there's not. I think a lot of students or people in general hear the word network and they think about um, you know, a, a very planned out cocktail party with, uh, you know, a little food in the corner and maybe some, some tickets to get a beer if you're lucky. Um, and you go around and you very awkwardly shake everyone's hands and, and meet people and, and talk about yourself. And it's super weird. Um, I mean, those things do exist and they are weird. Uh, but I think networking is really just a, a broad word for knowing more and more people. I mean, whether it's good or bad, the way that a lot of jobs get offered and, and received is from people that you know, or from your friends or a mutual friend. Or A lot of it comes from conversation. I think that happens because people want to be surrounded by people that they enjoy. They want to have good company. They want to have a good time at work. They don't just want to be there with a bunch of you know, people who they aren't friends with or who walked up to them and shook their hand with a clammy handshake. And, and now, you know, here we are. So I think networking is a way broader term. I think you can do it in a lot of ways, virtually and non-virtually, and we'll get into that. But yeah. um, to answer your question, I don't think there is one proper way to network. I think it's whoever you are as a person, um, you know, going out, doing the things that you do, and, and meeting people in whatever kind of environment that might be. I would say it also comes with knowing yourself, uh, knowing your personality and how you best form rapport with people and your friends to be able to apply that to this scary word, which is obviously networking, um, as well as what profession are you looking to go in um, definitely differs how you should be networking um, altogether, I would say. Um, for students who are thinking about practically um, how to network, there's always different thought processes as to where you should start. Should you start at your school? Should you start with a friend? Um, should you start online, for example, or Googling um, something that's going to help you out? Uh, as you mentioned, there's no one way to do it. 
um, networking in the broad sense, as you mentioned, is really just knowing people, forming a rapport and relationships. And I would say networking is about maybe, this may be counterintuitive. Networking is about making it about the other person. Yeah, thousand percent. Could not agree more. Nobody wants you to walk up to them and just start spewing like word vomit about all the like cool things that you've done while you're a student or the internship that you really want to have or the one that you had last summer. They want to, everyone wants to talk about themselves, which is why you said it's counterintuitive, but you've got to, when you're the person who really needs to go out and land the job through building a network, you've got to let the other people give you advice or talk about themselves and tell them, Hey, I'm a student. I'm studying whatever it might be. I'm really interested in this. Can you tell me how you got to where you are? Can you explain what you do every day? I really want to learn about you and just let people chat and chat and chat and 20 minutes go by. And the only thing that they'll remember when they walk away is, Oh, that was a great conversation. They won't look back on the fact that they talked for 19 minutes straight and that you were bored out of your mind. But at the end of the day, you got to kind of, you know, have those conversations or one-sided conversations, whatever they are. I was going to say, they'll probably remember you as the person that they didn't learn a thing about. And now they want to actually learn about you. Right. <laughs> because people love to talk about themselves and, and their journey. And that's the information that you're going to find most valuable as a student or, or a recent grad or just individual in general coming into networking. Um, I would say, and as you mentioned as well, uh, these people who you're wanting to network with, you're wanting to have a rapport with, um, obviously introduce yourself and then ask, well, could you mind, what, what do you do? Um, what, what is your profession? Um, and they'll just go on a train and ramp in. Ask open-ended questions as well that allow them to just kind of take it wherever they want to and flow with the conversation in that manner as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I think to, to kind of talk about how to actually get those conversations started or put yourself in the situation where you can have those conversations. Um, obviously we're, you know, it's still COVID. Um, and so right now we're having to do all these things virtually. Um, so what does that look like? And I think there's a couple like strategic things that you can do as a student or recent grad or whoever, um, networking through obviously right now it has to be social media, LinkedIn, email, um, but it's sort of along the same lines of asking them about themselves, talking about them. I think one of the best ways to do it on LinkedIn is to just build up a bunch of connections, have a newsfeed full of active people. And then when you see someone that you're interested in post something, whatever it is, shoot them a message about that. Say, Hey, I saw your post. I thought this part of it be very specific was very interesting um, I would love to learn more about that. Do you have five or 10 minutes to hop on a call and talk about it? Because then it shows one, you're paying attention. You're an intuitive person. You're interested in what's going on. And it gives an actual reason to talk. Don't, it, the worst thing you can do is message someone who has the job you want and just say, Hey, I really would like to learn more about your company. Can you talk to me for 10 minutes? Nobody responds to that. And if they do, the answer is no. Um, and so I think being like intentional about still putting it on them and asking about them, but being intentional in the ways that you reach out, whether it be through LinkedIn or email or one of the, you know, interesting ways that I've seen work as well is hitting people on channels where they wouldn't expect it. So like if you can find somebody on 
Twitter or Instagram or other social media that's not necessarily set up for professional networking, those DMs and those inboxes that they have there are way less crowded than on LinkedIn. No one's going to the Twitter or the Instagram profile of the person they want to meet and messaging them there because they feel like it's unprofessional. But it's not. I mean, we live in 2021 right now. Social media is the norm. It's It has been for a very long time. And the messaging is the messaging, regardless of what app they're using when they read it. So I think finding them in places where they're, where they're not expecting it also shows more about you than you would think. It shows that you're, uh, you know, creative enough to go find them on other platforms. Yeah. Um, and I think people respond really well to that. And we've talked about this before about being intentional as well. Um, execution of starting the network, ask for five minutes or 10 minutes of a coffee chat way earlier than you would expect that you need to be doing this coffee chat 7 a.m., 7.30, before people are going into work to get their full and undivided attention. Um, secondly, you're a student or a recent grad, you're attending all of these info sessions and events with companies as well. What are you doing to follow up those events? Are you using a non-traditional medium, as Ben mentioned, to reach out to a recruiter or a speaker from that event and say, hey, love speaking with you? Um, are you at the end of the day as well making sure as Ben's mic falls off that you are sending courtesy and following up appropriately? Um, because I can promise you out of the 100 students that are in that info session with you, probably 10 to 15% may be sending a follow-up message that immediately puts you in the top 10 or 15% for that recruiter who remembers your name thereafter. So just practically things and strategically to think about, obviously being intentional with your ask. And then as we're navigating these virtual events, making sure that we're sending appropriate follow-ups and thank yous. Uh, so simple, but yeah, so effective. Yeah, I agree. And I think you can go from the top 15% to the top 1% if you do it in a creative way. Because if they get 15 thank you messages, they're all going to look the same. If yours is the one that mentions something that you actually spoke to them about in their conversation, remind them that they actually spoke to you, um, that's going to stand out even more so. Yep. And obviously that's virtual networking yep. where we're at right now. Uh, we all hope that at some point, and I, I think that the environment of networking now going forward is always going to be mixed. Some semblance of virtual, some semblance of in-person from conversations that we're having with companies. Uh, but networking in person now, Ben, what would you really say? Some practical advice, mechanisms or channels when we're able to meet people again that students could go out to, to begin to start networking? I mean, I think it's really the same thing. I think finding a creative way to approach someone, whether it's, you know, through a social media app or in person is kind of the same thing. Being, you know, intentional about what you're talking to them about in person. I, I really don't think the basis of anything changes. I just think it's being more cognizant of like, the surroundings, being sociable and approachable. I mean, at the end of the day, eventually, I know a lot of companies are remote forever now, but we as human beings like social interaction. There will be offices that are open. A lot of companies will go back to the office. I really don't think work from home will last for, for too long. And so just like showing off your personality, I think is the biggest thing that you can do at a networking event. Um, obviously, everything we've said is is very important. And that's 
you know, how you should approach the situation. But once you're there, I wouldn't worry too much about being overly professional or yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. That's not, again, it's 2021. That's not how people uh, enjoy being talked to. That honestly makes a lot of people feel kind of uncomfortable, especially now because no one does that. And so I think just being yourself, I mean, again, the whole point of this is to meet someone who will eventually either hire you or help you get hired or put, point you in the right direction. And they're not going to do that if they don't feel like you're someone that they could actually work with in a real environment outside of the networking event being over. Yeah. Um, so I think being yourself is honestly the number one thing you can do. And when we were in school, I can remember, obviously, like your career services centers are going to have networking events where they're going to bring in people from the community that you should be taking advantage of. Uh, I remember looking at Chamber of Commerces as a mechanism. They typically have professional networking or development classes that they do allow students come into um, and participate in. They're typically free as well um, that you may not know. Uh, so as, in, as we always say, it's, uh, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. Um, and as we're thinking about, is there a way to properly network? No, but there are ways that historically help you as a candidate network more efficiently, I would say. Yeah. Um, I agree. I'm going to go back to one thing you said about uh, career services. Yeah. I, I'm going to look at the camera for this one. <laughs> Those events are such a waste of time. <laughs> I'll say it again. Any networking event that a career services office puts on is going to be a waste of time. The only people who show up to that from companies are people who are maybe a year older than you. They're forced to go there by their boss. They don't want to be there just as badly as you don't want to be there. <laughs> they're not going to remember you. They're going to go for the free food and drinks just like you are, and then they're going to leave. So if you're thinking about going and spending two hours at a campus networking event, don't. Go spend two hours on LinkedIn looking up, trying to find companies that you're actually interested in working for yeah. and finding the people at those companies who you can reach out to in a creative way to get them on a five or 10 minute call or meeting in person whenever that can happen again. Um, but meeting the, the person who's been at the company for two years, who has absolutely no pull and who gets hired and who doesn't is just a waste of time. Unless you want the free food and drinks and that's always good. Obviously that's important. Don't have a lot of money in, in school and, you know, go take advantage of that. If you, if you need dinner on a, on a night, but nothing comes from those events. I've never met a single person who's ever found value in going to a on-campus event. Sorry if there's career services people watching. <laughs> Just take the companies that I would say that are sending people there and then go and at least take those companies and do some research on your own. Because um, those companies have a relationship with your school. Yeah. Um, so probably the person that's going there isn't right, but that company probably has some sort of inclination to at least look at that school. Yeah, no, the, the company list would be a great place to start. Yeah. Um, I just mean the people who actually show up to those events are not the ones who can help you get the job at that company. Um, so use that as a research list and then go through and find the ones who are interesting to you and, and reach out that way. Yep. All right, that was episode six of the internship show's office hours. We talked about is there a proper way to network? There isn't. Do you be yourself, be creative. Um, if you found this video useful, leave us a comment. Let us know what you liked about it. Let us, let us know what you didn't like about it. Um, 
like it, subscribe for more of these videos. We're coming out three of these per week. Um, yeah, thanks again for tuning in. See ya.